Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's our rock. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's our fortress. He's our deliverer. In him will we trust. Praise the name of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 In the beginning was God created the heavens and the earth Don't stop praising, don't stop praising, don't stop praising Don't stop praising, the praise is comely for the upright In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth And the earth was without form and void And darkness was upon the face of the deep And the spirit of God was hovering Somebody say hovering It feels like the spirit of God is hovering over us right now Feels like the spirit of God is hovering here right now over the face of the waters. We'll focus today on verses 3, 4, and 5. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Saints, I ain't fancy. If there's a title to this message, it's called Light. I ain't trying to be fancy. I'm trying to communicate with power and conviction and authority. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. A recap of last week. Last week we discussed in the presence of our God that God created an atmosphere for the word of God to create what we needed and enjoy. When God said, let there be, he first had to have an environment created for the word to be received. So in the beginning, before God did anything, God hovered. Hovered. God sat and waited. and Hovered. Until, <laughs> you hear what I said? Before doing anything, God hovered. We were reminded of three things last week. Before, first we were reminded that what God ordains, God will maintain. We may have some ability and we may have some intellect. We may have some knowledge and some strength. But if we work too hard, our faith shifts from, the faith, from faith in God to faith in our own ability. Second, we were reminded that we may not know what's happening in our dark times. But God sees and God knows everything. And third, we were reminded that God was, God always will be, right with us exactly when we need him. These verses of scripture communicate to us 
that God's presence is just as real as we feel it today. God's with us when we feel him, and God's with us when we don't. And before, again, God created anything with his mouth, he created a space of comfort for us in his arms. And then in verse number three, he says, let there be. Verse number three begins with three little, little words. They say, then God said. Point number one is there's a different sense between experience with God and the word of God. I'm really caught up today. I just, I feel like God wants to communicate to us in a way that settles our souls instead of excites our, our emotions. The emotional experience that we had with God was in that time where God hovered over us. Things were chaotic, and God was moving in and over the chaos. But then God decided, in verse number three, to speak. God decided to start saying things after he helped us understand that he would be with us <laughs> all the time. When he created safety for us, then he started to speak. There's a difference between experience with God and the word of God. God hovered over darkness and created the right atmosphere for his word to be established. And then in the darkness and through the darkness, God decides to communicate truth to chaos. He decides to start speaking to us in the midst of our adversity that there can still be order and peace. When we have no idea what God is doing, God will start to speak to us. And if we have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying, everything could be topsy-turvy in our lives, but God can say, peace. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Just one word from the Lord can turn your whole situation all the way around. Just one word from God can take chaos and create joy. One word from God can take your anxiety and cause you to rest like you've never rested before. I don't know about you, but there are days, there are times, absolutely right here and right now, I need a word. Hey, hey, hey. I need a word from the Lord. I need him to speak truth to the lies that the enemy has told time. I wish I had a church that would praise with me. I need him to speak truth to the lies that the enemy has told time after time, after time, God decided to speak after he created space for us to be comfortable. And what did he say? 
He said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be light. And there was light. It ain't taking a long time. He said, he said, let there be light. And there was light. Second point, write it down because we're going to talk about it in Bible study. There's a difference. All of these are there's a difference statements. First one, there's a difference between experience with God and the word of God. Second one, there's a difference between natural light and spiritual light. Notice that the light that we experience here is not the light that we are used to in today's time. When I read these words, I think God created light like we enjoy today. Anybody know clear to a light switch? Can somebody turn the lights off? Anybody, anybody, just right quick. There it is. See, look, look. You would think that it would be like that, where God would, you can turn it back on now. I got to see. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) You would think that it would be light that we we would enjoy like that, where the switch would go on and off. You would think that it would be light that we enjoy in daytime and nighttime where the sun would come up and fall down. And then the moon would come up and take over for it, the sun in the nighttime. But that's not the light that God created. Notice the light that we experience here is not the light that we're used to. God does not create the sun and the moon. He doesn't create the stars for two more days. God doesn't create what we enjoy for two more days. But in this verse, he says, let there be light. And there was light. There was no sun yet, but there was light Um, immediately. There was no moon yet, but there was light immediately. What is this light that God is creating in this moment? Holy God, I bless you. Holy God, I bless you. What is this light that God is creating in this moment? I'm glad you asked, saints. The light that we see God creating for us is the light of the truth of God's holy word. Y'all get so caught up in what you see or what you want to see that you don't realize that the light that was created was spoken into existence. You can't see it with your natural eye yet. You got to have faith to believe that what God said, you What he said, I'm sorry, it's COVID season. I didn't mean to get so close. What God said, you will see. You don't know how God going to create what he said, but you got to know that he said it. Hallelujah. You don't know what it's going to look like, but you got to know that if he spoke it, my God, he will bring it to pass. If he said it, he's powerful enough. He's God enough. He's good enough for you to believe the word that he's spoken over your life. In the Lord's Prayer, found in hallelujah. In the Lord's Prayer, found in John 17, we hear Jesus asking the Father to be glorified in his life. We hear Jesus asking the Father to be glorified in his death. And we hear Jesus asking the Father to be glorified through us, his disciples. How is God to be glorified? 
God is to be glorified through John 17, verse 14, through his word. He's not glorified through what you do. He's glorified through your obedience to his word. (laughs) He's not glorified by how you act, how good you are, how horrible you are. He's glorified by your obedience to the words that have come out of his mouth. When you do what God says do, you will be who God says you are. But when you do what you want to do, (laughs) you will be who you've created yourself. To be. Whose power do you trust? Do you trust the hands that you can create, that you have, that you can create with? Or do you trust the hands of the one that created you? (laughs) My God, when God said, let there be, God had already done what was necessary. He established order at the speaking and the hearing of his word. He established that all of heaven and earth was under his command. What God said would be so. And all creation at the sound of his voice literally fell in line. At the sound of his let there be chaos responded and it was. I don't know what you're praying for. I feel like preaching a little bit. I don't know what you're praying for today. I don't know what you're asking God for today. I don't know how hard it's been for you today. But what I do know is when God speaks, if you would align your situation with the word of God over your life, all you have to do is wait patiently for the Lord to bring it to pass. Say amen, somebody. All you have to do is watch and see that God can And God will. Your child may be in the hospital right now. But if you speak the word over over their life, by his stripes, they are healed. Watch and see. I wish somebody's faith would rise today. You may not be able to pay your bills right now. But if you would apply the word of God to your life, watch and see the application of the word Order everything around you so that it is in alignment with the will of God holy for your life. You can't create a doggone thing. You hear me? Do you hear me? You can't create a thing, but God can create everything. If you wait on him, he'll do what he said. The last one, last one, I got to go. God saw the light. God saw the light. What time is it? I'm doing all right. Hallelujah. God saw the light. God saw the light, and it was good. I appreciate you, brother. I hear you now. I know you're saying take your time, not go on. (laughs) I hear you now. God saw the light, that it was good, and the darkness, and God separated the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. How we got a first day and we ain't got no sun. (laughs) 
I feel like that. How we got the first day and we ain't got no moon? Why are you limiting God to your mind? God created the sun and he created the moon. He can tell me when the day is. He can tell me when the night is. Seasons are not governed by clocks or calendars. Seasons are governed by God's revelation and God's truth. When God says it's day, saints, it's going to be daytime. When God says it's night, hallelujah, saints, it's going to be nighttime. Weeping, I heard it written, may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That don't mean when the sun comes up. That mean when your morning is over, saints, wonderful Jesus. Your morning is over. When your morning is over, your morning (laughs) is here. Third point, third point, I got to go. Third point, third point, y'all. Man, it's not COVID season anymore. I got people in the church, y'all killing me. I feel like dancing. (laughs) There's a difference between saying something and seeing something. That's it, that's it. That's where we're going to leave. There's a difference between saying something and seeing something. God said, let there be, and it was good. And then the Bible says, and God saw. (laughs) God said, let there be, and he said it was good. He said it, it was created immediately, And then later we read, he saw. Have you ever heard a word from the Lord? And he spoke it, but you didn't see it yet? (laughs) Have you ever heard a word from the Lord? And you heard him so very clearly. You've been walking with him for such a long time. You know that it was the voice of God. You know that he communicated to you. You know that he said exactly what he said he would do in your life. And then you run into a brick wall. You heard it. Heaven aligned with the word of God. But you couldn't see it. Yet, like you're taking two steps forward, three steps backwards. Like you're trying to figure out where God, God, I know I heard you. Do I need a spiritual hearing aid or something? Do I need to pray and fast a little bit more? Are you really speaking to me or was that through me for someone else? Is this word for me or is it for someone? I'm not sure, God. I know that was your voice. But help me, uh, help me understand when, where, and how I will see the vision that you've given me come to pass. Saints, we cannot go from darkness and l- to light until we are able with spiritual eyes to see what God has said. I need to say it for the cheap seats. Saints, 
We will not get to the promise of God until you allow your spiritual eyes to be developed to the point where you can see the word of the Lord before it is tangibly manifested. Hey, in your life, God is going to speak and you are going to have to have spiritual eyes enough to see what God said before it is ever manifested for you. That is the process of maturation in the spirit. This is the opportunity that we have to walk with God in the beauty of holiness day by day by day. Understanding when we walk with him, he will show us not just what, not just when, but how he will do what he said he will do. Time and again, we see in scripture the difference between those that God spoke to and acted and those that God spoke to and they only heard it. Time and again. But in Matthew chapter 14, after Jesus feeds 5,000 souls with two fish, five loaves of bread, he sends his disciples to a boat. I'm almost done. He sends his disciples to a boat. And as they go down there to this here boat, they get in the water. And a storm comes. And as that storm comes, thank you for this, Tyler. I appreciate y'all. As the storm comes, the disciples are on the boat and they start to get scared. And this was one of those times where in my life I'd have been like, Jesus, if you were here. I would feel a little bit better about this situation. <laughs> God, if you were here, I wouldn't be as afraid of what's going on in my life right now. God, if I could reach out and touch you tangibly, I wouldn't be as afraid of these steps that you have ordered for me. But the disciples are in the boat and they're scared because the wind and the waves are all around them. And they see this figure walking on the water. They see this man walking on the water. Everybody's in the boat. All of them are in the same boat. And all of them see this same figure walking on the water. Jesus from a distance says, peace, be of good cheer. Verse 27, it is I. Do not be afraid. They know that Jesus is there with them all the time. They've spent time with him in difficult places. They know that he can do anything and everything that they need. But they were still afraid because the circumstances didn't look like God was actually with them. And as they see him walking, he says, don't be afraid. It's me. And Peter says in verse 28, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. Every one of the disciples is in the same boat. All of the disciples are in the same situation. Everybody is concerned and afraid the same kind of way. And only one can see 
what Jesus actually said. Don't be discouraged when you're the only one that can see <laughs> what Jesus has actually said. And because of Peter's faith, Jesus said one more word. Come. My God, you've been waiting on a blessing. <laughs> and it seems it just won't come. Every door you try to walk through, Deacon, shut. The times that are working in your life, they've been rough. And it seems like you are done. But I declare by God's grace and mercy today, the devil is a liar. I decree and declare today that the Church of the Redeemer Baptist will have spiritual eyes to see to know and to understand exactly what God is calling us into. God spoke it. He will bring it to pass. It's not for us to be afraid. It's not for me to be afraid. It's not for you to be afraid. What we are to do is to hear the word of the Lord to watch God move before we know he's moving and to align ourselves, our actions, our hearts, our wills, and our desires with the thing that God has called us to. For those of you that care, if you would just lift your hands, because I feel like if I have an assignment today, my assignment is to speak a word of blessing over the lives of every person under the sound of my voice. You have been waiting for quite some time for God to reveal what God said. You've been wondering if it was God. You've been wondering if God had some trick up under his sleeve. You've been trying to figure out if it truly would be revealed or if it was just a late night snack that didn't settle well in your stomach. Trying to figure out what God is doing, what God is saying. Saints, for those of you that want to receive the word of the Lord, I declare to you today, it was Jesus. It was Jesus. Stop wondering. I mean it. Stop wondering. Stop questioning. Stop trying to figure out when, where, and how God's going to do it. Settle your mind and know it was Jesus. The time might not be now, but it was God that spoke to you. And until you see what God has said, you will never receive the promise of God over your life. So in this moment, hands lifted, eyes are closed, I offer every one of you, Jesus, I offer you faith in God again. <laughs> I offer you an opportunity to trust God one more time. I offer you 
the ability to say yes to God and no to the devil. I offer you a time right now with clear clearance in the spirit. No distraction, no other voices, to hear clearly from the master and to say, yes, God, I hear you now. Oftentimes we want to end service in a boisterous praise, but I feel like this settling spirit that God has over us is what we need to take us through this next year, two years, five years, 15 years, hallelujah, 20 years. We need a settling in our spirits to know that this is the word of the Lord. I don't know what God's saying to you, but you hear him. I don't know what he's doing in you, but you hear him. And what you hear today, say, yes, Lord, I will obey. And for this, we give our God all of the praise. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. The doors of the church are open. I don't know if there's someone here in the sanctuary or watching online that needs to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Now is the time and today is the day. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you're still living in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. You're still living in a place where there's chaos in your life and God just has to hover over it until you get ready to accept him. But we want you to move from that place of chaos to a place of knowing that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The only way you can do that is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. All you have to do is repeat these words after me. Just close your eyes and repeat these words after me. God, I thank you for this life you gave me, but I have no idea what I'm doing with it. I've tried my best over and over, but I give my life to you today. I believe you lived. I believe you died. And I believe that you now live and sit at the right hand of the Father, Father praying for me every day. I make you my Lord. I make you my savior. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or for the first time in a long time, welcome home. Welcome home. I believe the angels rejoice. I don't know about y'all, but I believe the angels rejoice. And as we transition, if you, if you have prayed that prayer for the first time, reach out to us. Find us on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever we are. Find us, call us, email us. And let us know, because we want you to not walk, we don't want you to walk this walk of faith alone. You got a whole church that wants to walk with you through this. As we transition into communion, would you mind just blessing us with a, a settling song as we transition?